years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Thank you this Saturday morning for tuning in to Rosie on the House. It's every Arizona homeowner's weekend happy place, weekend morning tradition, and we're proud to be a part of it. Thanks for tuning in. It's a 9 o'clock hour where we invite people to call in with whatever project you're trying to tackle around your house, home, castle, or cabin and see if we can't put our over 40 years of building and remodeling in Arizona, put that experience to work for you, the Arizona homeowner. We'll give you tricks and tips of the trade, give you the tools you ought to be using, and actually give you actual material brand names of products we found to be particularly successful in our great state. As you may have been hearing uh, the last couple weeks, Jennifer and I took an extended stay out of the country. We got back. We were back about a week, and then I again had to leave again. And in both those instances, I was in locations right on the coast where I didn't have to inhale any pollens or, con- or, or pollution of any type. I was, I was in, enveloped in clean air coming off the Mediterranean Ocean and then again off the Gulf in Key West. And I haven't, it has been a long time since I've enjoyed the freedom of breath that I had in that experience. And I tell you what, folks, when we were flying home from the Spanish Mediterranean, from the time I landed at Sky Harbor to the time I got to the luggage carousel, I knew I was home. <laughs> and, that was, and that was the middle of April. So I wanted to bring in a good friend, Dr. Michael Manning from Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology, who I visit weekly. Thank you, Dr. Mike, for that, to keep my highly allergic body in check so I can enjoy the great state of Arizona. Thanks for coming in today, man. Absolutely. Rosie, good to be here. So I get home from the Mediterranean, middle of April. Arizona's completely torn up for like two weeks in this dust situation and this wind-blowing situation. I mean, there were days you couldn't hardly even see the sun. It was just like this yellow, you know, cloud covering everything and i'd show up at the office and the misery index was like off the charts and and y'all didn't have an empty seat in the house you know you're you're traveling in the in the <laughs> worst time of the year for us you know spring is really mid-february through 100 degrees allergy sufferers love triple digits so when we get to 100 degrees it gets better for you for a lot of reasons one you're staying inside more the plants don't pollinate but when you are coming and going in mid-april we just are exploding around here so when you get away from it you're going to feel better and coastal environments if people are saying where should i move there's no perfect place for allergies i mean if you're allergic you your body will probably find something to react to but if you can be coastal and coastal where the wind's coming off the water blowing inland, there's no pollen on the coast. Oh, it's all blowing inland. So it's delicious. It's, it's like the <laughs> West Coast. I would rather have allergy sufferers live on the West Coast than the East Coast because prevailing winds go west to east. So it's clean air right there. Now, if, once you're inland, it's, it's game's over. It's, it's just complicated. Like Correct. And I, wanted, and, and I want to talk about the complication of breathing clean air. I'll, if, if Jennifer would do it, and she won't, 
But if Jennifer would do it, I mean, blaming it on Mama. I mean, I would move. I I would live in in probably Park City from November to April, and then I would live in Antarctica like from April to September. Those would be good pollen-free zones. See, I could breathe year-round. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could be in Antarctica year-round, too, so yeah, that would no, no, also work. No, no, no. But um, so we, when I'm away on an on a extensive ski vacation, a three or four or five days or more, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's, it's glorious. Right. It's absolutely glorious. And, and I don't want to infer that, you know, the treatments I've been getting for 40 years aren't working because before, I could not have lived here. Yeah. I couldn't have stayed. And the irony is when we came here, in the 60s, we came with my family because this is an area you wouldn't suffer allergies. Well, that's a little <laughs> bit of an urban myth. Okay. Um, there's a lot of desert plants that are allergenic. We have our own native desert ragweed that pollinates twice a year, which is different than back east and Midwest. So, you know, our Midwesterns that come out here and move it this way, they're used to August, September ragweed. The first frost goes away. We get ragweed in the fall out here, so they'll still suffer with that, but there's no short season. And our desert plants turn around and get us in the spring. So there's a lot of native desert plants that are allergens. It's just as people have moved here and made it an oasis and not just the desert, it's gotten a lot worse, plus all the pollution issues and that we deal with. So, I mean, there's a... There's a lot of breathing problems here that, that are allergy-induced. There's also non-allergy breathing problems. So if a patient like yourself says, man, I go to the coast and I feel a lot better, we say that's probably a good indication that it's some allergy here that's bothering you. Because if you go and you don't really improve, a lot of different things can be going on. But if you get to the coast, get to California, stand and let the water lap at your feet for a few days, a week, and everything gets better, that's an allergy that you're suffering here. Yeah, we kind of narrow it down. As a matter of fact, uh, Dr. Gene mm-hmm. just recently, I, I haven't been skin tested probably in 10 years at least. Yeah. And she said, let's just let's just run it all again. And it was the same result as it was before. I'm allergic to everything. Yeah. So, <laughs> I reacted to all 60 pricks on my back. Yeah. <laughs> the, the unfortunate thing with allergies, there's no true cure. I don't care what type of allergy you're talking about. Unless you're not exposed, there's no true cure. It's all about control. So yeah. everybody can reach a different level of control, and it just depends on how allergic you are and what you're allergic to. The more you're allergic to, the harder it is to control. If it's one thing, that's pretty easy. But kind of like yourself, when it's every month of the year and animals and all that kind of stuff, it's just a harder harder issue to deal with. Well, I want to talk more about living in Arizona Correct. and keeping it manageable. But we've got somebody on 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 hold that wants to join the conversation talk about air conditioning one of the things i want to talk to you about is how much good does it do to create a perfectly pure indoor environment in your home your bedroom your living room your kitchen if in fact you're outside as much as i am and i want to get to that in just a minute and as we bring tom into the conversation did, did i just hear right did dr manning just give us tax advice Bye. he just told us how to write off a california vacation for medical purposes <laughs> Did, yeah. Can you write did I read between the lines correctly? You, you just need you just need his signature on a prescription <laughs> pad. All right. I, I think weeks, I just got a summer vacation. Two plan. weeks in Santa Barbara for you. All right. Let's bring Tom into the conversation here. Rosie on the house. Good morning, Tom. Hello. What's your project go today? On. Oh, go go ahead. What's your project today, my friend? Okay, I have to replace my house AC. It's a four ton. I'm in a double-wide, three-bedroom, two-bath home, 
And the guy from Howard Air, he's telling me I got to keep my four ton, but I've heard you guys say that the newer units are more efficient, haven't I? And that a lot of times you want to go to a smaller tonnage unit so it doesn't turn off and on so much. Tom, what what vintage is your uh, modular home? How old is it? Uh, about 10 years old. Okay, so that tells me a lot. And then how many people live in the house? Just me right now. Okay, and are you a year-round resident? Yes, I, I, I actually had a stroke last year, so I'm home all day, every day. And in the summer, what temperature do you keep your air conditioning set to? Uh, well... Typically, like between the three and eight, uh-huh. I'll be I'll be having it at eighty three degrees, okay. eighty three or eighty four degrees. And you then, know, cool. I mean, that's where I'll set the thermostat. You know, super cool it during the day. Okay. You know, and during the during my off peak hours. So in the middle of the summer, your summer bill is probably only bouncing around two hundred twenty five, two hundred fifty bucks, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So what was it that drove you to a 10-year air conditioning unit? You should maybe be able to get some more years out of that. What drove you to get quotes to replace your unit? Well, first of all, it's okay, it stopped blowing the cold air. Howard Air came out. I'm on one of their maintenance plans. Okay, good. And he was asking me how old it is. And the thing is, it, it's made noise for a few years now. Okay. But the first five years of use, it was in the direct sunlight all day long it's in the shade now but you know with a tree now. with a tree that's and grown you know, but, up. but it's really noisy even when it's running right okay well here's what i would at, recommend you do tom ask the man from your air the fact that you have a relationship with an air conditioning contractor is great okay ask to see the manual j calculation on it we do tell people generally speaking when you're getting a quote to replace your current air conditioning unit we can almost every time take a half or one ton off your existing system. That's going to save you money on the equipment because you'll be buying smaller equipment. You're going to be buying much more efficient equipment than what we were putting on 10 years ago. And you're going to be buying equipment that costs you less to run. And air conditioning costs money to start. It takes six times more energy to start than it does to run. So if an air conditioner comes on, a small air conditioner comes on and runs a long time, you're going to save a lot more money over an oversized unit that turns off and on. And the other thing to go along with the topic of breathing clean air, a smaller unit running longer will filter the air inside your house, creating better air quality inside your house than a large unit shutting on and off all the time. So before I would go with that four-ton quote, I would ask them to please produce a manual J spreadsheet. That's a calculation of the BTU consumption your house is consuming through the windows, through the walls, through the attic, through the floor. They have to know what kind of insulation you've got and all of that. Then it spits it out exactly. Here's the size unit you need. I believe a manual J calculation should be mandatory on every air conditioner placement and every air conditioner replacement, and we don't see it done and, often enough. And even at the end of that, you could still have two different opinions, three, three-and-a-half, uh, multi-variable speed, uh, 
you know, the, there can be health conditions taking into effect on needing to maintain a good 72 degrees, something a little lower. So e even after a scientific estimate, you'll get multiple opinions. Well, I'll tell you one place you won't get multiple opinions is where to buy your next vehicle. It ought to be a Ford. And it ought to be Sanderson Ford, all right? Sure. Now, look, it's the big time. It's time to get Arizona's largest Ford dealership, Sanderson Ford. Go hit them for their biggest sale in 63 years. This 63rd anniversary sale is big time. They've loaded up their 65-acre complex with over 1,500 new Fords in stock, all with big-time discounts. For example... Purchase the all-new 2018 Echo Sport SUV for only $16.9 or a four-door Supercrew F-150 truck for only $28.9. You'll get big-time savings on Arizona's biggest selection of new Fords, and on top of all the incentives and big-time discounts, you'll get a 55-inch TV for five or a $500 Visa gift card with every new Ford. The biggest sale in 63 years is on now at Sanderson Ford, 51st Avenue. Just remember, Sanderson's always closed on Sunday. on the house putting a little tap in your toe here this saturday morning with dr mike manning from allergy asthma and immunology talking with tom about air conditioning at his house talking about how much better i felt coming home after extended vacations where all i was breathing was unpolluted unallergen filled pure ocean air breathing and i could have the windows open breathing through uh all night long although romy on, 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 on another note on why I'm not a fan of Key West and chickens, there's chickens all over that island. And for what I was paying for a room, I ought to be able to sleep with the windows open and not have a rooster outside crowing <laughs> all night long. <laughs> I mean, you walk through town and there's chickens everywhere. Interesting. Free-range chickens and roosters all over Key West. That, so reason number two, I will not be going back to Key West. <laughs> all right. But I was breathing good. I there just wasn't sleeping very well. <laughs> so if you so, find a free-range egg, drop it in a glass of water. If it floats, throw it away. If it sinks, it's fresh. That's the, that's the acid test, yeah. huh? Okay. All right, so I get home from Europe, and Jennifer, I noticed how much better I was sleeping there and snoring less and breathing better. Mm -hmm. And so we come home and say, okay, that does it. We are ransacking this bedroom. We're getting rid of all the... <laughs> Bedspreads, hydro cleaning the mattresses, getting rid of the carpets and the rugs, <laughs> and going to put a monster size HEPA filter at the foot of the bed and just try and create a perfectly clean sleeping environment. But now I've always been under the impression that because I'm outside all day long, that's only going to do me a limited amount of good. So I've never gone through the trouble. What's, what's y'all's position with, with patients on that? Well, you know, if we're trying to control any environment, the sleeping environment's the first thing you look at because at least about a third of the day is you're there. So that's something you can control. We are in and out a lot. 
Uh, so if you can control that and help yourself sleep, you know, sleep is good. It's good for the immune system, et cetera. So there's a lot of benefits for that. So we would still recommend that you do that, even though you're in and out. Um, you know, if you're in your car, don't drive with the windows down. Roll it up, recirculate the air. If you've been outside and you're, you're walking your property and you're picking apples and, and all this, you know, go in and hose off. We always recommend taking a shower before going to bed um, and, and rinsing everything off. You don't actually have to bathe. I don't care if you jump in the pool, but just rinse the pollen off of you. Because say if you've been working outside, you take a shower and you go with your friends, your wife. Come on, mow the lawn. Yeah. <laughs> but, th but then you go, you know, out to dinner someplace and you're sitting outside and it's a nice evening. You're yeah. not getting hot. You're going to go home and go to bed, right? Go right. home and hose off because you've just collected a bunch of stuff on you and you don't want to be sleeping with it because you're going to bring it to bed with you. So things you, that you can do in the environment, your sleeping environment is important. We do recommend good HEPA filters. There's a lot of different type of filtration systems out there that make a lot of claims from an allergy standpoint. A good HEPA filter is what you want. It'll have a carbon pre-filter, a good HEPA filter, change it routinely. And it works really well. It makes noise. If it's quiet, it's not a HEPA filter. So you, it's going to make white noise for you. Um, keeping the windows closed. Don't sleep with the windows open. I mean, when it's that's great. So, that's so hard for me to do. And, and when, <laughs> when, when's the best time to do that, right? Yeah, February, right. March, yes. early April. Yeah. And that's our allergy season. You're just dragging the stuff in. So, you know, keeping the windows closed, hose off, brush the pets at the door. People don't think about that. You may not be allergic to your dog. But you can be allergic to what the dog's bringing in. So wipe them at the door. Brush them at the door before they come in. That can help also. Well, how about, how about the neti pot at night before bed? Just getting everything you've ingested. It's kind of like washing it's the nose. It's so romantic. <laughs> it is. <laughs> you know, the neti pot, the neomeds, the, the, the nasal lavage, flushing the nose, washing the nose out can help a lot, especially if you're also on medicine. So if, if you're taking a, a nasal spray that's to treat allergy symptoms, you know, if you wash the nose out with a neti pot or, or a nasal lavage beforehand, wait a little bit. It kind of cleans the nose. The medicine's falling on the cells you need it to fall on and not a bunch of mucus. It's just sitting there in the nose that the nose produces to protect you. So all the symptoms you have of allergies are, is a protective mechanism. Sneezing, trying to get the stuff out of you. Mucus, trying to get the stuff out of you. Coughing, trying to get the stuff out of you. Plugging up so it doesn't get in you. That's all a kind of a protective mechanism. Now, I actually have a 12-second sneeze. One sneeze for 12 seconds? It just never stops, and it, 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 it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, the average number of sneezes in a row for an allergy sufferer is seven. That's good to know. I get them. I blend all seven into one. Okay. And I mean, it It shakes from the bottom of my feet all the way up through the top of my head. It just, it's like this giant exhalation of everything at one time. So, yeah, control your, your, your environment. You know, the, How about the, bedding? Well, uh, the one thing that we don't have here that a lot of places do are dust mites. Yeah. So we're not a big dust mite capital. Dust mites like cool weather and humid weather. That's not Arizona, right? Okay. So if you don't bring your bedding from South Carolina or Chicago or the coast, you're not bringing dust mites in. Um, it's not as big of an issue here, but keeping bedding clean is good. Hey, Gary, we had a texture. We wanted to know, was that Old Crow Medicine show you rejoined the last <laughs> segment with? I wasn't paying close enough attention. Actually, wa yeah, a Wagon Wheel was recorded by so many people, but uh, Old Crow's one of them. That was one of them. Good ear, all right? You can text at 411-923. Join the conversation at one 888 
767-4348. We're coming back. We're going to do our weekly home maintenance how-to. If you've got your digital home portfolio open at home, Zada, be ready. Welcome back to Rosie on the House, your Saturday morning tradition for 30 years. And as part of our 30-year Thank You for 30 campaign, we've rolled out this new digital home maintenance feature of rosieonthehouse.com. You just click on login once you get there, and you can set up your home's profile and operate and maintain your home maintenance calendar. This is the part of the program where we dive into our weekly to-dos. We're talking deep cleaning this week. We've got a lot of things that we don't think about. When was the last time you pulled out your oven? Whether you cook there a lot there's a lot of stuff that collects behind there. The coils on your refrigerator, inside your dishwasher. Look down at the drain and see, probably got a little bit of white crud and buildup. Well, we're going to be diving through all of those, but there's a, been a, a, an incredible enhancement in the way cleaning products are manufactured and distributed now. And it's being done by one company right here in America out of Toledo, Ohio. If you haven't heard us talking about it before, it's the Jaws Cleaning System. Just add water and we've got founder and visioneer of this product, Bruce Yako, on the line with us now to talk about using the Jaws Cleaning products for our spring deep cleaning home maintenance to-dos. Romy, how are you? Great to talk to you. Congratulations on 30 years. What a big deal there. And uh, we got some big news, too. I have a granddaughter coming uh, probably this weekend, and I'm very, very excited about that. Then lastly, uh, JAWS uh, can now be found in over 1,500 Kroger stores across the country in divisions and can be found right there in uh, Fry's right there in Arizona. And the, one of the great things about fries and why Amanda uses them is they've got a pickup system now. So once she got her first list set up of here's our weekly items we get, and then they give you a pickup time. Come by between 1 and 2, and you park outside the refrigerated pickup. They load it to the truck, and it's not getting all four kids out of the car, getting all across the parking lot. Fries is an awesome <laughs> store, awesome chain, and we're very excited to have Jaws on their shelves in their cleaning section. And when I heard that y'all were back on the shelves in Arizona at Fry's, I got really excited. That was the first thing I had Amanda do. Change that app. Anything cleaning product has to say Jaws on it. Oh, fantastic. Well, we appreciate that. For when you go into the Fry's the next time and uh, or you order it online, as uh, Romy's talking about, uh, you'll find the Jaws cleaning products in the cleaning aisle. And you'll notice them right away because the bottle is shaped and looks like a water drop. And you're going to see that refill, which is free, attached to the neck of the bottle on the third shelf up. Next time you're at Fry's, make sure you stop by that cleaning aisle and pick up your next bottle of Jaws. And instead of buying one bottle that you're going to use and throw away, you're buying a bottle. And when it's done, you use the refill cartridge. And you can use this bottle up to 23 times at least. So the amount of plastic waste that's created is cut down 23 to 1. Oh, we're throwing away billions of bottles to landfills every year, single use. And why not reuse that bottle? Just make it a little more heavy duty, make it refillable, give a cartridge system that's about the size of a roll of nickels filled with concentrate that you insert into that bottle after you refill it with water. Stick that roll of cartridge down into the neck of the bottle, and when you tighten down on the sprayer, just made your next bottle of Jaws. And you've got four different product lines specifically for different areas of the home. 
We absolutely do. And that are non-toxic, safe for all the surfaces in your home. We have four different products in the lineup. We have a glass cleaner, a floor cleaner, a shower cleaner, and a kitchen degreaser. And to have a modern-day glass cleaner that you use on your big screen TVs, computer screens, iPads, iPhones, uh, all of those new modern surfaces in your home that you have to clean that won't attack that UV coating on your glass there in Arizona that you have because it has no harmful materials like butyls and alcohols, ammonias in it, floor cleaner. You may have hardwood floors. You have granite. You have marble. You have bamboos. There's so many different kinds of tile and grout and things that you need to clean in your home. And having a modern-day cleaner like JAWS that can be used on all those surfaces and do an ex- exceptional job. And then we have a shower cleaner. You have your glass door, Romy, and you get that hard water buildup that you're talking about in your dishwasher. Well, you have that on your glass. And being able to spray a non-toxic, non-fuming, pleasantly scented product on that glass to remove both the shower uh, uh, things from a normal shower use and soap scums and films and things like that to the hard water deposits that you find on that glass and make it squeak-free and clean, or that kitchen cleaner. You have marble and granite and and cooktops and microwaves and and dishwashers and refrigerators and things like that that you need to clean. And being able to use a product like our kitchen degreaser on all those surfaces. You know, we always are looking for a three-way win here at Rosie on the House between our audience, the program, and our partners. And I've kind of like six or seven wins here with JAWS because we're now doing it like you say, economically, we're doing it to the environment because we're not accumulating the plastic waste like other products. It's economical because those refill cartridges are a lot cheaper than buying the next big bottle of whatever other brand. So there's also additional testimonies from Good Housekeeping, uh, the Wall Street Journal, the Cooking Club of America, of course, Rosie on the House. And, and I don't know if this is true, Bruce, but I've heard this is even the floor cleaner that they use in the White House and Pentagon. They absolutely do. And, you know, they're very prestigious. They had a big party in the White House and having that floor look magnificent. Well, why should the White House look any better than, than your own home? Well, folks, you can all find it in the Fry stores. They're, they're in Arizona and we're in all of them. They're $4.99 normally. They're on special for the rest of the month at $4.59 for a bottle, plus your free refill is included. If you don't have a Fry store in your backyard and you want to buy things online, JawsCleans.com. You can buy a kit, all four products, eight refills, $19.99, and promo code ROSIE. And this week, part of our, our joy of being on your programming here and uh, in celebration of all that's going on in Arizona, uh, we're going to pick up the freight on that kit. So for less than 20 bucks, you're getting eight bottles of cleaner that can do 95% of the cleaning in your home. And for $19.99, the kit gets delivered to your door, so you don't have to go get it. But if you have a fries in your backyard, great promotion going on there, $4.59 a bottle for any one of the three bottles. The kitchen degreaser is not on shelf, so if you want to buy a kitchen degreaser, which is an awesome product for grills, uh, you'll have to buy that one online. JawsCleans.com for all kinds of information. Fry store for the product. It's on promotion for the rest of the month. Kit promotion under Rosie will be through week from this Sunday. And it supports local small business America. We love it. Mr. Bruce Yakko, I appreciate it. I'll let you get back to the rest of your tribe with uh, Melina, Madison, and Liam as they wait for <laughs> arrival oh, of cousin number so four. 
Yeah, we have a fourth coming this weekend, so uh, very, very excited for that. Well, congratulations to the growing family and growing business and y'all's growing success as the, the, the leader in the changing the way the world cleans. Well, we have so many blessings, and part of that is my friendship with you. So thank you. We're talking about getting the home clean and attempt to maybe try and minimize the amount of suffering you do with the uh, boy. I'll tell you, the, this last April was absolutely one of the most horrendous air quality examples that I can ever remember in Arizona. And we're here. That's that's the Jaws product we were just highlighting there. We've been talking with Dr. Mike, Ma- Mike Manning of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. He's right here in studio. Dr. Mike, again, thanks for coming in and joining you, us. You bet. So he, he was talking about, you know, cleaning, cleaning surfaces and keeping the surfaces clean. And you were talking about the fact that dirt mites just cannot live on a hard surface. Well, well, dust mites don't live on a hard surface. <clears throat> but again, we're not real big dust mite capitals here in Arizona. But you said you're going to take the carpet out of your bedroom. You know, carpet can be a reservoir for pollens and molds and, and other allergens that we do have here in the valley. And animal danders will stick in there. It's hard to truly vacuum it out. I mean... A really good vacuum with a good HEPA filter in the vacuum is important, too, trying to keep allergen load down in the in the environment. Yeah, but it took us a little while to figure that out, but a lot of the older vacuums actually stirred up more dust than they It just kind of blows it, it out, and then you're breathing it. just kind of blew it, it through out. the house rather than took it out of the house. So anything, but it left nice lines in the carpet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Okay, anything you can do to reduce dust collection, pollen collection inside will help you. I mean, the goal is when you go inside is that you're not outside. Right. So the, the the carpet people will tell you, well, the carpet is an excellent filter. It's actually it's actually an air filter in your house. I've never bought that because as soon as you're walking across it, the filter is now stirring it up. But filtration is pretty important. What are you advising? I mean, I have advice on filtration as, as it bases indoor air quality and technical relationship to your equipment. But when y'all are talking to a patient suffering and trying to get them pulled through the season as, uh, you know, as healthy as possible, what are y'all giving people advice for in the, in the medical office? Well, so your home and, and allergen avoidance, you, you want to close the windows, close the doors, keep them closed throughout the season, even when it's beautiful weather and you want to open them. Run the air conditioner on a, on a routine basis. And when I say run air conditioning, I don't necessarily mean you need to cool the environment. You want to run the, the fan, the filter, so it's running through the system and constantly pulling the air through the filter, cleaning it, and blowing it back out. A lot of allergy sufferers will just turn the fan to on. Correct. And that's okay. Absolutely. The, the equipment doesn't mind that at all, folks. No. You can do that. Change the filter routinely. Check it. You don't want a filter that's, you know— there's great filters out there, and we don't recommend getting the, the very best because I think it strains your system. I don't want them to break the system, but there's some better filters than not. So get a good filter. Change it periodically. Keep the windows closed. Like I say, if you're working outside and riding horses and you're dander allergic, take the clothes off in the garage. Go in and take a shower. Brush the dogs. Brush the animals at the door. Bathe them routinely. Bathe them weekly, a dog weekly. Keeping the animals out of your bedroom can help. Uh, that's hard for most animal lovers to, to do, and I know that that's limited, but, yeah. you know, well, keeping the for- door shut 24-7. Fortunately, we don't have any indoor pets. I haven't let Jennifer bring the horses inside, <laughs> and she hasn't let me bring my German shirt, her porn is inside. So, so we have no 
inside animals. And so that's one thing we do have going for us. But we are engaged with our animals a lot, and that's invariably outside you know, stirring up the dust, riding down some trail. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you, we want you to live, and, and you, you understand that. So you can take, you know, medicines. You can do some preventative things before you go outside. Like if you're a golfer, a horseback rider, whatever, you can do some medicines or, or do some, some different treatments before you go outside. Do it when you get back. Do kind of that, you know, hygiene to, to get it off of you. Maybe take some more medicine. Do the nasal lavage. Wash the nose out. That's help after you were mentioning some of the things you could do before. What would you? What were some of the things you would recommend before the activity? Well, certain medicines I would take beforehand. Okay. So if you're using an oral antihistamine, take it a good hour before you're going to go outside or, or go riding. Certain nose sprays you could do either on a routine basis or there's some that work pretty quick. You could do that also 30 to 60 minutes before you're going to go outside and do your activity. There you go. We're here with Dr. Michael Manning of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. Y'all have how many locations? Three. Three. Uh, serving the greater Phoenix metro area. They've been, certainly been serving and, and, and giving me my shots for since I can remember. Uh, fortunately, making my living here in Arizona a lot more bearable because I, I can still remember my teenage years of not having treatment. And, and I, it was all I could do to try and figure out how am I going to get out of here. <laughs> so fortunately, y'all have been able to make it so I can enjoy the great state of Arizona, which is what we're trying to get you all, Arizona homeowners, to do. Let's enjoy the great state of Arizona. Bye. Stay in tune to Rosie on the House. Here at Rosie on the House, doing everything we can to drive your quality of life up. We're talking about breathing in Arizona with Dr. Mike Manning. Dr. Mike, again, thanks for coming in. Why do I have allergies? <laughs> Is that my mom and my daddy? You can thank your genes for that, correct? Yeah. Apples tend not to fall far from the tree. So an allergy is an immunologic response. It's part of your immune system. And it's a part of the immune system that was used to fight other things in the past and in industrialized countries we don't really have those issues so it's it's found other other things to 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 react to and so when you're allergic and we can determine that by testing if you're allergic to pollens or molds or cats or penicillin or a peanut you make this antibody in your system and it attaches to certain cells so when you get exposed you have this big reaction uh, and it can be symptoms of, you know, watery itchy eyes or sneezing or runny nose. You get congested. You can cough. You can wheeze. You may get hives. You could throw up if it's a food. And what the body has done is it's taking an innocuous substance, Bermuda grass pollen, and decided it doesn't like it and wants to try to kill it. And so that killing mechanism is what leads to all the symptoms that you're developing. Like I said, it's trying to get this stuff out of the body. So... Um, well, I wish all those body parts could leave me out of it. <laughs> let, let them have their little battle, you know, wherever they want. Just stay out of my sinuses. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it was snowing Palo Verde blossoms. Oh, yeah. This it, year. It, it snows yellow. I, I say that, you know, it snows yellow. And it didn't used to when I was growing up here in, in grade school and high school. They started, you know, landscaping with Palo Verde trees. They are an allergen. People are allergic to Palo Verde trees, so when you see all that stuff going on. <laughs> Romy, didn't we legislate mulberries out of Arizona because they were highly allergic? <laughs> so and, now we're planting. And olive trees, yeah. <laughs> and olive Mulberry trees. and olive trees were, were 
you know, and, disband, and now we got this other. And not that wasn't statewide. That was just counties. Oh, certain was it? counties you can still plant uh, yeah. fruiting mulberries, and there's a strand of mulberries now that don't develop pollen because pollen they've been crossbred, hybridized to be fruitless mulberries, and those are still legal to plant. Yeah. There but, you go. That's the Swan Hill olive too. They they did the same thing with an olive tree to. To, to breed out the pollination. But we found that some of those genetically modified trees like that, genes are hard to change and they want to go backwards. And so apparently some of these, just like some of the hybrid Bermudas will start pollinating, which they're not supposed to, some of these trees start pollinating again too. So it's tough to run away from. Wow. So we can manage it. So what you try and do is convince my body to quit trying to kill this stuff because you keep injecting me with everything I'm allergic to. That That's one race. So, I mean, yeah. So with an allergy, you try to avoid what you can. If it's unavoidable, you can take medicines to treat the symptoms. You're just symptomatic relief. We're washing it out, trying to get it off of you, you know, so you don't feel so bad. Allergy and immunotherapy or allergy shots tries to train the body to say, don't react so much to that. Um, it's tough. The, the immune system is very redundant. There's a lot of moving parts. It's hard to target one area. So that's why with any type of true allergic response, you know, there's no true cure unless all of a sudden your body decides to stop making the, the allergic antibodies. And that can happen. Um, but it's real tough to do. And the more things you're allergic to, the harder it is to, to control it. Boy, well, I don't know what it is in my family DNA, but literally <laughs> when y'all skin test my back there isn't anything that doesn't react it's it, it just lights up there the she she hands me the chart when i'm done it's check 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 and then every one of every once in a while i was checked and circled and said i really avoid this one yeah. <laughs> and so that skin test is is a micro uh, or a small allergic reaction because those antibodies are underneath the surface of your skin so if i push something underneath there that you're allergic to that mast cell that it's attached to that allergy cell releases histamine and you make a red, itchy welt at the site. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dr. Mike. Thanks a million for coming you in. Bet. We really appreciate it. Oh, man. Well, we're going to try and fix it so you can breathe inside. And the next hour, we're going to talk about how you can maximize your enjoyment outside. It is. On our home maintenance calendar, the month of April was designated to outdoor living and we've gone through everything. We've gone through evap cooling your patio spaces, misting your bag spaces, shading your outdoor spaces. And now we're going to talk about enjoying your outdoor spaces. We've got Sunburst Landscape in studio next hour. May, going forward, uh, next broadcast starts a brand new month in our home maintenance calendar. And we go to the garage. We'll be talking That's about a good place to insulating spend the summer. your space. That's a we'll great be talking place. about cooling it repurposing it for a shop or a home theater or playroom center. We'll have a live broadcast in there at Sanderson Ford for their 63rd anniversary uh, big sale going on. So we'll be very, uh, very active out and about in the month of May. And One whole month on garages. Talk about the garage. But back to this Saturday. We're still in the outdoor living space. Sunburst Landscaping is coming in the studio. If you've got a question about your outdoor living patio space or creating one, now's a perfect time to get online at one 767 4348 one rosie for you Text questions to 411-923 or email info at rosieonthehouse.com.